0: Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. ChooseWood.com. It's Thursday, September 8th. This is The Gateway, I'm Wayne Pratt. More than 9,000 St. Louis residents are using direct cash assistance received during the pandemic for basic needs, That includes Crystal Frazier, who gave up a career as a fashion designer after her mother suffered a stroke in January 2021. I took care of bills. I got groceries, um, paid car insurance. I did whatever I could to make that money stretch. And I knew that that would make her proud of me. Frazier says she, quote, fell to her knees when she received the $500. St. Louis officials say more than 10,000 people initially applied for that direct assistance, but nearly 20 percent of those applications were incomplete. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman has more on an early analysis of the program. City residents who made less than 80 percent of the median income were eligible for the $500 in cash assistance. Funding came from the American Rescue Plan Act. Mayor Tashara Jones says as of August 19th, about 9,100 residents had received the gift cards. The top three categories for spending were food, utilities, and gas for vehicles. Investing money directly in working families and trusting them to make the right decisions for themselves works. Jones says her administration is exploring a possible universal basic income program, but the work is still in the very early stages. I'm Rachel Lipman. St. Louis Public Radio. An updated COVID-19 vaccine booster shot is arriving in the St. Louis region this week. Federal health officials are recommending that updated shot for people 12 and over following the Food and Drug Administration's approval of new formulas from Pfizer and Moderna. SSM Health Infectious Disease Specialist Dr. Shafali Wolf says people should get these shots even if they've already had a booster. And so the idea of getting an updated vaccine is that we'd have additional protection against what's circulating now. The Centers for Disease Control says people who received their last shot at least two months ago are eligible for the updated boosters. Procter & Gamble is planning a $180 million expansion at its North St. Louis plant. The manufacturing company says the investment will lead to 100 additional jobs with an average salary of $65,000. It will also secure more than 500 existing positions. The plant is in the city's port district and the port authority needs to approve the plan, which calls for a 10-year tax break and a sales tax exemption on construction materials. The proposal is on the agenda for today's Port Authority meeting. Procter & Gamble makes cleaning supplies like dishwasher detergent at that plant. The biggest hurdle for many running for the Missouri Senate this election cycle was the August 2nd primary. That is not the case for Democratic Representative Tracy McCreary. She is running for Missouri's 24th Senate district, which is considered the best chance for Republicans to flip a seat. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports. With many Senate candidates facing a more relaxed general election, McCreary running to keep the 24th Senate District blue is not. The district is the most competitive this election cycle, with the new state Senate redistricting map being the reason why. The new district runs north and south along Highway 270, including Kirkwood, Fenton, and Maryland Heights. Though a panel of judges ended up drawing the Senate districts, McCreary says this is still an example of how gerrymandering can impact a district. I think what happens is the judges get a lot of input from the partisan folks that are putting suggested maps together. So I think that some of the jumping off points included those interesting lines. Currently, McCreary does not live in the district she is running to represent, but says she is already looking for a new house. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. Some St. Louis Co. locations in the region are dropping the name the company says those restaurants will go with the panera branding which is used in markets throughout the country and canada officials have released a statement to various media outlets saying they are not doing away with the saint louis bread co name at locations in saint louis city and county but some undergoing remodeling in the region will be changing names the company's first restaurant opened in 1987 as saint louis bread company the panera name emerged a few years later after the business was sold in 1993. Some of the items we are following in the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom. As I mentioned a bit earlier, today's St. Louis Port Authority agenda includes a proposal from Procter & Gamble to expand a plant in North St. Louis. The investment could secure more than 500 jobs and the addition of 100 positions. We are diving into election changes, starting with Tuesday's primary for St. Louis Board of Aldermen president. It's the first local election to require voters to show a photo ID. Before wrapping up, quite the night at the ballpark. Edmund lines it out to deep left field. Back, back one run is in deluzio will score and the cardinals will win it tommy Edman with the game-winning hit capping a five-run rally in the bottom of the ninth to give the cardinals a 6-5 win over san francisco our thanks to cardinals.com major league baseball and Bally sports midwest for that audio for the non-baseball folks out there five runs in an inning is kind of rare five runs in the bottom of the ninth to secure a win even more rare The Cardinals have a a nine-and-a-half game lead on the rest of the division as they prepare for a probable playoff spot, and the Cards and Giants will wrap up their series today at Bush Stadium. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great day.